All right. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solo Base 15 here with my good friend Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, Solo. Uh, yeah, a couple weird things just happened all, all at once here uh, right before the stream, but but we're not going to let that deter us. Uh, how are you tonight? I am I am doing well. I am doing conquest, and I'm doing well. But before we start talking about other things, we have an announcement to make, don't we? We absolutely do. So, folks, we are moving platforms for the podcast. Podcast is going to stay stick around. I I think you'll still be able to search the same place on Spotify or uh, the other locations that you can download it at like itunes and everything but instead of being hosted by libsyn we will be hosted by podbean starting at some point early next month i don't know the exact time frames but i believe this is the final podcast we're going to be posting on libsyn and that is almost exclusively because we are going to be uh, I mean, because they won't post it to Spotify anymore for whatever reason. Like I've, I've even reached out and they're like, it's working. And I'm like, clearly it's not <laughs> like, clearly you're just mailing it in. So right. uh, we don't need to give our money to these people and yeah, Podbean. So if you guys want to, if you, if you can't find Podbean or whatever, I would recommend honestly for those, and this is for both people listening in the live stream and on the, on the podcast, especially on the podcast, go to our discord server if you can go find one, find my channel, go to um, just search Zareth, X A E R E T H on YouTube. If you don't know how to find anything else, uh, like find my channel, go to any of my videos, you can find a link to the Discord server. And from there, you can sign up for announcements uh, to be tagged. And we'll, we, once everything is set up, I will tag you at where the new location is, where our hosting site is. So, this is very important. We Libsyn will no longer be a thing for us in a few days. That is, that is actually important. So there you go. <laughs> Get the announcements. It's it's better for you. Um, You'll enjoy life better with a couple announcements about us, anyways. Exactly. Yeah, just sign up to be tagged. We actually aren't irresponsible with it. We're not like, hey guys, my sister's friends college is uh college's alumni are having some meeting thing today like not just like some random crap I, I keep getting tagged for like i don't know uh, so charities are great me who knows maybe we'll tag someone in the future for that but like <laughs> we we're all just our tags are always like hey we're going live now and if you don't right. want the tags you can just unsign up for it like i think think it's pretty great or some something monumental is happening and if you don't want tags for our live streams, you can just tag, set up tags for generalized updates so you don't have to worry about it. So it's it's a pretty good functionality. And all you have to do is click a couple buttons. We set up the bot so that it is super easy to sign up for. It's not just, it's not like you have to find the code for it, you know, and figure out that you just click, you just click a reaction. You're like, oh, I want number seven and the picture of Endall. And, and that's all you need, you know? <laughs> uh, makes it nice and easy. Uh, yeah. With that said, why don't we talk about the game? Um, you know, weird. <laughs> Let's talk about the actual game. And no, you do not get assigned a picture of Endal by clicking his picture. Um, oh, you, you might. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't like, 
hold my breath. I, I wouldn't count on it. We can't promise that, but it's it's possible. There's a non-zero <laughs> chance that it happens randomly, <laughs> unintentionally <There> by us. <laughs> there you have it, folks. That's the breaking news of the night. You maybe potentially might possibly, but probably not, won't get assigned to picture of Endall. <laughs> right, but you'll never know unless you sign up for for the notifications so uh all right so uh the game <laughs> the game oh the game. wait wait do we play a game uh, that's the rumor I, I don't know if it's true but that's at least the rumor unsubstantiated um, got it yes uh so second week of 5v5 we now have two weeks of this under our belt um yeah, what do you what do you think of it? Uh, have you you know are you seeing any patterns? Or are you seeing anything? Because if you talk to Gum, you'll be convinced that nobody places GLs on defense. What has been your experience? Oh, a lot of people are keeping their GLs. I'll, I'll say this: I I think so. He's he's not absolutely he's not actually super wrong. Like some people do place all their GLs and. They can do that, and that's that's fun for them and everything. I'm sure it seems like boring, really. But uh, so I, you know, I place. I think I placed three every single match so far. In fact, maybe I placed four in one of them. But the at the end of the day, I I do think that right now we don't have the rosters to play a true slugfest version of the of this game. At least in Division One, and really in all the divisions, like. Everyone is spread so thin. They required so many teams, and I like that. I truly do. That's what I wanted. But it makes the slugfest, like, slugfest implies that you're just going to be taking multiple shots at each other. And for me, I'm like, all right, uh, so I passed my initial 11 teams, and I might have, like, three more that are, like, respectable, maybe. Yeah. And that's it. And if I placed a lot on defense, then I probably even down to like one backup team. And then and then it's like, all right, Ewoks, like Peplu, you're you're gear 13. <laughs> like go, go help, go help conquer go the world. Do, go do something. <laughs> yeah, like you, you can't full clear if you do a slug fest now. It used to be like you get into it and you 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 have to use all your teams, but you get there. Right. Now, now you can't. You're you're just like, all right. I guess neither of us clear. I guess let's let's have an efficiency match on three quarters of the board instead. <laughs> right. It still becomes an efficiency match. It's just a completely different kind of efficiency match. Right. If you failed in the front, then you're screwed. If you failed in the back, then you're okay because you didn't, weren't going to clear those teams anyways, and they, they don't actually cost you banners. Right. So, um, so it's it's interesting. Because, so that, you know, you placed, placed three GLs on defense. Um, I have, I think all but one of my six matches, I placed at least two GLs on defense this entire time. And I really don't ever intend on placing or keeping more than four on offense. You know, I'll always have two unless, unless you know, I look in my opponent just puts an FU defense because he doesn't care, then, you know, obviously I'll keep, I'll keep more, but for the average match, I will never not have two on defense at any one time, at least. Um, I just, I haven't figured out, I haven't figured out what I want to do with Kylo and he's kind of like the, the, the pivot because 
I don't really want him on offense. I don't really want him on defense. So what the hell am I going to do with Supreme Leader Kylo? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> we were talking about the half-step character. Uh, we want more half-step characters. I feel, I feel like that's what Kylo is. He's, not, he's like, in GAC, he's not a true GL. He's, he's not. He kills, and granted, he kills a lot of things. And, like, if you bring a First Order team, he'll kill most ray comps um at least in 5v5 but he's gonna do it for 47 banners every single time and you can't even undersize because you need him to get like the two-turn ultimate when you're trying to kill at least the two-turn ultimate when you're trying to kill ray so you need as many people there either feeding him turns or causing a crit as you possibly can and so you just lose him all you do it's like here, opponent, here's 13 banners. Count it half of a loss. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know whose team he'd be really good on? He'd do really well on Lord Vader's team. <laughs> he would be an excellent he's, pair to Lord Vader. He's a he's a Desufu. I mean, <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> he's got some built-in synergy right there. I mean <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here, folks. Primator Kylo, only good on offense with Lord Vader. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think it'd be fine on defense too, frankly. <laughs> that's fair. That, that's fair. It'd be good together. <laughs> oh, yeah. I uh, And he gets killed so easy. Like, that's the problem. Like, sometimes you have a GL and you're like, oh, well, I really don't want to use them on offense. I'll put him on defense and he'll die. You know, he's going to take banners when he dies. And then you don't even need a GL to beat him. <laughs> it's like, oh, womp womp. Yeah, it's uh, he's in a sad place because right now he's one of the few characters. Like, I, if I see him on defense, I'm not that afraid. Like, I, I'll put him right. on defense sometimes, and because because I'm hoping like he'll still burn an okay team, but like, I, I, I uh, he's, he's just in a sad place right now because you'll. On offense, he doesn't kill anything other than Ray for terrible banners. You could maybe win the mirror match if you're into that weird kind of crap. <laughs> uh, and otherwise, like he can kill like the the teams that no one ever places, like Basti with with Jedi Master Luke uh, and right. Watt. You know, like he'll he'll kill that. Otherwise, he's he's kind of just a relic at this point. I'm I'm a little bummed out. At, like he'll kill, and, and you don't worry about him on defense because. You can multi-shot him if you need to, like kill all of his ads first. And then after you kill his ads, then just send Mothra in and she'll just gun him down real quick. Right. I was talking to somebody today and they were they were all paranoid because they only had they had three and a half GLs on offense because um one of them was Vader and they don't have the ultimate yet. And so uh they're like I have I have to face four GLs on defense, and I'm not very or the old Ben wasn't timed properly to fight the supreme leader kylo because the old ben was too it was like a 585 supreme leader kylo and they did not have uh you know 266 or old ben or whatever the math is right and they they had they had no choice uh like <laughs> their only attack that they could do was jedi knight revan jedi knight luke and then i get a message back saying the bastard stole one banner from me and they got a 59 like that's a 585 speed Supreme Leader Kylo. It was double tank, Hux and Red. 
and it stole one banner with a non cheeto and it's like oh, good lord <laughs> like that's that's where we are right now yeah i don't like that <laughs> i don't like that at all damn it um but that's so what do you do now keep them on offense to solo grievous like have a <laughs> a, a character that required 13 other characters and 60 or 70 something relics and he's there to solo Grievous. like uh right i, I mean I, I was gonna say that though like it's yeah it's it's super dumb because what what's i don't know it, it's I'm, I'm having trouble spitting it out, but I, I guess I just, um, yeah, he's just not good. We'll just he, say that. He's I'm, just, I'm just not good. Yeah. I'm just sad about it. I feel like he could be better in, in some circumstances. Like when, when people are like, I, I don't know. I've seen a ton of different comments on discord uh, and a, a couple other places, like people saying like, Hey, I, I just use my Supreme leader Kylo for a 63 on Grievous. And they're like, okay with that. Like, right. If I open up the back and there's no GLs, and it's like, okay, I can get a 63 with against Grievous because there's nothing else. Yeah. All right. That's fine because they placed a weak defense, but I wouldn't be proud about it. <laughs> yeah. It's not something to be excited about. Like, hey, yeah. look at this <laughs> 63. <laughs> uh, like, I'd, I want him to live up to his potential, but what it, what even is his potential? Like, he gets a 63 or a 47, Right, I feel like. Yeah, or sometimes you bring in Watt and he gets, like, a 61 Watt dies. <laughs> All right. And, and the problem is most people out there are like, yeah, you need to go for Kylo first. It's like, oh... You know, I'm I'm making a video right now. I'm trying to figure it out. I think here here is the one redeeming grace of Kylo. Okay, so if you're not if you're not GAC oriented like us, if you're not just sure. you know, then Kylo is actually a pretty decent first pick. And even if you are like, so if it's your only account, then it's not the worst pick in the world because Kylo is going to get you a solo on. The Sith raid, yeah. Um, early game that that's pretty helpful. Sure, and there are there are other considerations. It, it's just I think of <laughs> GAC, um, but right. for sure, uh, soloing the Sith raid is a very big deal. Um, but now, now you can solo the Sith raid without a GL if you have cat. I've seen a couple of videos of that. It takes longer. It's not like the Kylo solos. I think it takes like half hour, but it's like, well, you don't even need him anymore. Interesting. I haven't seen that, but I I pay very little attention to territory or to anything regarding raids. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, I wish that they'd people are like, hey, when are we getting the sim for the Sith raid? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Mm. Pro probably not soon. I think they'd need another raid first. Well, no, they they said it's coming. Oh, did they? Yeah, when they uh, announced the sim for the assault battles, they said we're working on the sim for the Sith raid. It just oh. wasn't ready. Of course, that was a month ago. 
So it's fantastic news. I hadn't, I hadn't heard that. That's cool. Maybe, maybe it'll be tomorrow. Uh, well, it's been what, two weeks since an update and we still don't, <laughs> their last update was literally that F you were going to make conquest grindier update. And that's it. Like that's, they haven't had a true update in a month. I mean, so, so they finally got their big character out, Lord Vader. And frankly, Solo, I mean, we don't need to just sit here and whine about it, but like they're, they've just gone totally radio silent because people are pissed and quitting. Right. And if they say more things, I think people will just be pissed off, frankly, like they'll just get more angry. Like it doesn't matter what they say, even like, I think people will just take whatever they say and, you know, they're like, Hey, we have this new cool thing. People will be like, Oh, cool. So you can make us spend money on it. And <laughs> right. if it's, uh, if it's like a free to play thing, they'll be like, what free to play don't deserve something cool. Like this sucks. Like give <laughs> us something cool. Like I, I don't, I think they just need to maintain radio silence, but <laughs> it's yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, uh, it's kind of a mess right now. People are angry and they're, is. I think, I think that they're reacting to that a little bit. And I think that they're gearing up for their next big push, whatever that next big push is. It better be something fun because if it's just R9, <laughs> good Lord, I can already hear or read the uh, titles of some of the videos from other content creators. <laughs> oh, I know. So people are, people have some interesting stuff going on. I mean, I, I gosh, I, here, here's, so let, let's just be real for a second as a content creator. I'll give you guys kind of an inside view of what I'm, what, I, what I'm kind of like going through right now of, uh, so I posted a few like kind of negative things. Like I'm frustrated about conquest videos and they did better than most of my other videos. Like they did really well, a lot of views and, <laughs> and now I'm stuck with this thing of like, man, if I get a lot of clicks, Shouldn't I just keep doing what's working? But I'm also just fundamentally opposed to being this really negative person who's just angry and bitter about things. And I don't want to project that in my videos. Like, even if a lot of people say that I have been able to keep a pretty, you know, like good, you know, even keel on things and not just be overly negative, I just, it kills me to just sit there and be like, well, this sucks and this sucks. And I'm angry and vent my spleen. Like, especially because I don't really feel that way anyways. I, I'm, I'm frustrated in general, but I'm not, I'm still happy and I'm still enjoying the game. There's just aspects to it that I'm frustrated yes. about. It's like, it's like my wife says something and I'm like pissed about it or something, you know, just for example, it doesn't mean I'm going to just like, get a divorce it's not that i like it's not like i just hate her suddenly it like something she said it you know maybe we need to resolve it but i'm not just going to decide to hate my relationship with her until you know until that's settled so right you know that's so as a content creator what do i do like search for more clicks be a little disingenuous i or i don't know I also can't really go super positive because I'm not feeling super positive either. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Uh, Just as a, you know, uh, uh, that, you know, that's kind of my YouTube, YouTube side, right. but 
you know, not not that we're here to talk about that, but yeah, solo, you hear it all every day. You and I are chatting. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> oh, uh, get them clicks. Uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it. do it. So that's that's honestly the hardest part about being a content creator is, and I, I don't make videos because I'm lazy, but I. I'm not happy with conquest. And I think everybody in the world knows that by this point, like I hate it with uh, the passion of, you know, a million sons. I hate conquest. Um, but I enjoy the other areas of the game. Like I enjoy earmuffs people. Uh, I enjoy trying to not trying. Cause now I do get more than 70 waves on light side territory pedals, but like, I enjoy, I enjoy that challenge. I enjoy you know, Grand Arena and putting time into Grand Arena. Uh, dark side territory battle, I enjoy hitting auto and then showing up on the fourth day. Uh, but, you know, I enjoy the other areas of the game. It's just, oh my God, do I feel negative about Conquest? <laughs> like, just, and I didn't, I didn't like it before. And then they made these changes and now I hate it. Like, before it was, oh, I don't like this, but it's a means to an end. I can live with it. And now it's like physically painful for me when I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I have an hour at home where I can actually catch up on, you know, I want to watch Star Wars Visions. This is great. And then I think to myself, oh, I, I have to go spend an hour doing a triple refresh because I need I need to grind more Night Sister feats. Thanks, CG. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. If Maul wasn't in this, I would have no problem getting like the fifth box. If it wasn't for Maul, I would easily finish all the sectors and then wherever that leaves me box wise, be like, cool, I'm good. See you guys. Yeah, well, that that's the thing is it you can't get their fancy unlock without that without it. Like right. And that's why I hate them. That's why I hate them for this, because if I don't have time for the Sith raid or I don't want to do the Sith raid anymore, I don't have to, because there's only one character you can get from there. And once you get that character, you're done. If I don't hit it, I'm going to give up on, um, you know, gear or relic material. And that's a conscious choice I can make. But if I want to stay in the top end competitive, I have to grind my life away. And it makes me physically angry every night when I'm like, oh, I could be doing this cool thing. No, I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> like, thank you for ruining my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a little extreme, but yeah. <laughs> Thank you for ruining an hour of my life. How's that? Every day. Sure. So 14 hours of my life. Uh, yeah. I. You know what? I, I would like Conquest a lot more if... I think I said this in the last cast. So I don't, we don't need to just keep uh, prattling on about it. But I, I, I do actually really like uh, some aspects of Conquest. I'm fine with the difficulty level. Like, I've never had an issue with how hard it is. Right. It's just the grindy nature of it that makes me feel angry. Well, that's my problem. That's what switched me over from just 
not liking it to hating it is the old one I could be done with it give me a triple refresh five days and I'm done with it like now it's a triple refresh for 11 days and I'm done with it and that those six days that's that grindy nature of it is what what makes it so bad right yeah I was uh, well We'll we'll be okay, maybe. But I, I think I think the thing that frustrates me is we're gonna get it again. Like right. they we they're have, not changing anything. Right, because Crumb was on Heinze's show, uh, the Gridzy sessions last week. I think it had to be last week because it was while Conquest was going on, and basically said, "Yeah, I hear you that you people aren't happy, but we can't change this mid go. So we're the next one is going to be back to back and." There's no changes to it because rest <laughs> ain't no rest for the wicked. Yeah. Uh, so okay, here's here's one one thing about this that I okay. So the elitist side of me likes this. So I'm not I'm not saying this is representative of everyone at all, but uh, I do think that in some ways, like i like having a character that is like everyone's had to put in their price like they've had to pay the price to get that character now like it's it's been expensive and miserable and i wouldn't necessarily like wish it on someone but it's nice to at least have characters that you know uh, everyone is everyone had to work for i guess um we all had to work hard for it and it's going to be more exclusive because of that um i don't know I just uh, I don't agree with that. I agree with earning it. Like if you get Lord Vader, you've earned it with your roster. It's when they're forcing you like that that's a choice you make for gearing or money or gear hoarding or crystal hoarding. Like that's great. I when they force you to just boost their numbers of average screen time in game like that's that that's not elitism that's just screw you <laughs> like that's 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 all that's my that's my entire opinion on it is you're making me spend an extra hour an extra hour a day in the game like that's not something that i feel pride for that's something that i feel anger for but i've never met anyone that said Hey guys, I just spent 14 hours doing this. Aren't I great? I feel so good that I spent all my time doing this. Like that's all the people I know that are the true elitists say I would have spent $200 to get this. Like just just let me buy it for $200. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're right about that. I just uh you know. Uh whatever. I, I'm not I'm not super happy with the situation, so I can't I'm not gonna argue too strenuously. I do yeah. think I do think that at least they're consistent about this one unlock. So whatever. I just so do you say that they've they've acknowledged that we're mad? Well or what? Chrome was on Gritty and I mean the chat and the panelists <laughs> made it pretty damn clear that people aren't happy interesting yeah. yeah and he he was just like like nothing we can do like tough shit basically Basic, basically it was hey we can't change it mid go so expect more next time 
except for I'm willing to bet money. I'm willing to bet money that there is uh, an update that changes beats to make it different. Like that's all they have to do, right? Cut half the uh, requirements for the feats and you cut half my time in game and I'm happy. Like, well, maybe not happy because it's still conquest, but like the difficulty, like you said, isn't the challenge. Like it, the anger that is out there for conquest is not how hard this conquest is. It's how grindy these feats are. Or at least in, you know, all the guild, you know, my guild, actually both guilds I'm in, it's how grindy the feats are is why people are angry. If you just cut the, the um, you know, from 14 to kill the seven times instead of 14 times, it would be such a relief for people and actually make people happy with the change. And they proved, they proved between these past two conquests that they can do that because they changed the feats in the sectors. So <laughs> they did. So you can't tell me that it can't be changed when they already did it. Like if this was the first one and they said, Hey, we can't change the feats guys. And then the second one came and they didn't change the feats. Be like, Oh yeah, cool. All right. That makes sense. But they did. They already changed the feats. So damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Let's stop talking about conquest. That is enough whining. Uh, the only actual news released by CG this week, there's two of them. One is they screwed up territory battles. Um, Shakti is a monster now, a gear 12 monster that beats R8 Galactic Legends. So there's that out there. Um uh, and the only other news is 3v3 is coming next month, keeping consistent with, you know, the every other cycle. Yeah, okay. Yay. Um, yeah, the shock tea bug. I, I was actually, I mean, in a strange way, I was relieved to hear that there was a, a bug because it meant that I wasn't doing something wrong because I, I went in. <laughs> I, I haven't failed that that phase one mission for a long time. You know, it's it. I wouldn't be surprised if, on both accounts, I've I've passed it for a full year at this point. That yeah. might be an exaggeration, but it probably not too far from it. And and so when both of my accounts ran into Shakti and I just couldn't get past it, like I killed everyone else besides her, actually. And then I I just couldn't beat it. Like I was like, what's happened? Like, did I I, ch- I right. checked to see if I even had mods on my characters? If I <laughs> But it, if it's not me, then I guess, I mean, it sucks for us because we don't get as many rewards and stuff. I hope right. CG re- sends us a nice care package. They probably won't. They might, we might get some shards out of it, but. I, I'm not counting on it. It'll be a, you know, a patch note two weeks from now. Hey, we fixed that shock T. And, oh, they also have the, the day two uh, fleet fleet zone. Is screwed up as well. I didn't do it because that happens at the the zone opens up at 1 a.m. for me. So I literally sleep through fleets and it's done when I wake up. But oh, is uh, it screwed up too? Because I I failed on that one of those too, actually. It it is screwed up because how it used to be is they would give you the Thrawn and the Vulture for the one, and then you could actually use your own for the second. And instead, they don't. They require the throne and the vulture now, but don't give it to you. So if you 
there are two things happening. One is people are going into it and using their own, which may not be as good as the other one. Or two, uh, they do the they did the first mission, you know, the bottom mission first with the same teams that they always use, then go to do the Thrawn mission and find out that they can't do it <laughs> because theirs isn't available, even though in the past theirs didn't need to be available. They just need to have it on their roster. Uh, so it cost a lot of guilds, you know, what is it, a million points? Um, Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was quite the mess. Um, big oof. Big, big oof indeed. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, I think most guilds can mostly can just get that through deployment. Well, sorry, most most guilds that Over you and I hang, hang with. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's frustrating. It is. Um, All right. So, so this territory battle has been, you know, blazing awesome so far for them. Can't wait. We're about to open up Zone 3. Can't wait to see what's wrong in uh, Zone 3. Because we had Phase 1 with the Shock T special mission. We had Phase 2 with the uh, fleet problems. Now let's... Now let's go. Oh, wait, no, we're about to open up zone four. So let's go see what happened in zone four. I was like, I swear I just did the want mission, but maybe I'm wrong. No, I think we did. I okay, I only did the want mission this phase. Um, so on both my counts, Uh, that's fair. Uh, so so one thing that you asked me how, um, you asked me if I'd noticed anything new about GAC. I don't know. I feel like you didn't answer that, though, yourself. I... About 5v5. Oh, I probably didn't. We got distracted. Um, <laughs> Maybe we should I just mean, talk about GAC, because I've actually been enjoying it. Uh, so I mostly have, except for, like, we... Uh, so we'll talk about our weeks later. But, you know, I matched up with the Avatar... And I even sent it in the Gambit chat of, let's be honest, this this is going to come down to who can beat Executor in less fights. Um, and then it, it 100% came down to Executor. Like, that's... I'm kind of getting a little frustrated that it doesn't matter what you do on the ground. You can go up 40 into that fleet zone, and they could have a six-star Executor, and if you can't beat it, tough luck. It just, you know, that's that's the, you know, pattern I've been seeing. It's, all right, guys, here's executor on defense. There you go. Have fun. Yep, that's that's what I've been seeing, too. And I, <laughs> okay, so, gosh, <laughs> I don't want to just be more negative. Uh, but, I, so, yeah, executor is a problem, actually. Because no one has, there's no consistent way of doing things. It's just like, RNG, spin the wheel. Like, can you one-shot it? Maybe. Slim chance that you can one-shot it with Malevolence. Or if you choose to go the two-shot route, there's maybe a smaller chance, you know, slightly bigger chance to get a two-shot. Or you might just get a three-shot regardless of what you've done. And it doesn't matter if you've played perfectly. Right now, there is no consistency. And that's an issue, actually. Yeah, it, it is. And so even in the mirrors, um, the mirrors are just ugly. Like even the mirrors can go for 55 banners. 
you know, if they go first, you either lose or you get 55 banners. And so that's a huge problem because they're putting it on defense. And if you don't put it on defense, you might, you might get the one shot, but they're going to beat your fleets because everybody is putting executor and empire down, which means they're attacking your fleets with both GET2 plus rebels plus first order. You know, they have their full arsenal to take down non-executor fleets. So you take it on offense, you get 55 and they can beat your fleets for 60. Um, Or you put yours on defense, they put theirs on defense and you're all but guaranteed a loss if you have the seven star. Now, six star and below, you can easily, quote unquote, easily one shot with malevolence. Um, I've now done it three times in six battles, this grand arena. But if it's seven star with R7, R8 pilots, the chance of one shotting is like one in 10. So do you sacrifice a couple banners and keep it on offense and get the guaranteed or not even guaranteed, but you get the one shot or do you put it on defense and pray to God that you can two tap it? Like there's no good, there's no good answer. Right. No, you're right. There, there isn't a good answer. It's, uh, and, and it's, it's hugely distracting to me because I have always uh, here, here's the thing with fleets. I've never really like super loved the game mode. It, it's a little yeah. bit. I mean, it, it's the fact that they changed it to three ships instead of five to start with was a change in a little, a tiny bit of of a good change. I know that you you long for the days of fives uh, with ships, but at least it's a tiny bit different than the way uh, squads go. Like we don't have reinforcements that we can call with squads. Right. So, right. So right now where we can right now they're, they're a little different, but otherwise it's the same thing. Like we, we even have the same debuffs. Like we ha- we can set things on fire in ships. <laughs> like <laughs> they're burning. What, what, right. you know, I don't, I don't really care that much. Like it's, but you know, they're the same debuffs. They don't even look different. They have the same symbols. And I actually appreciate having the same debuffs and having the same results because I don't want to have to learn a second set of them, especially for a game mode I don't necessarily love. But I guess all this to say, uh, I've never loved it, but I've always felt that as as long as you invest in it and you just keep putting resources into fleets, you're going to benefit. And I'm at the point right now where it's, it's not that. It's just like... You, you get exec so you get ex- you have to have executor for this and, and so i guess that that's that's like the big thing that a lot of people on yeah a lot of people listening to us might not be able to relate to but once you get to this you know you you spend all this money you get executor yay it's so happy you're you're gonna your end game and then you can't consistently mirror match it right and so you're forced to put it on defense. The other your opponent's going to put it on defense, and then you roll the dice. Like it's literally just rolling dice right now until they get a more consistent way of doing it. Like that's that's what it is. You're just praying, please God, don't kill my guys, my vital characters, until it's time for me to do right. you know do my thing. And 
it used to be like, hey, I'm spending all this, all this cool, cur- all this currency, all these resources on Biston and Scarif Rebel Pathfinder because I'm eccentric and I love having a rebel fleet that can kill negotiators. So then I can put negotiator on defense. Like, and then you benefit because then your rebels can have a high degree of success and you're actually going to, you know, consistently have a good result. In this case, like watching, uh, I watched, you know, it, we saw my match, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And then I watched you and Eabattoir. Uh, like everyone high-end players and there's no control there there's no no, it it was just like this madness that degenerated into like oh well thank god it came out in my favor you know like damn it all it didn't go in my favor right (laughs) and having having that determined matches is just super pissing me off right now right and so here's the thing and so between between me and the abattoir there were eight total battles against executors and every single one of those fleets had R5 characters or higher. <laughs> and so the investment meant not like means nothing. Like the investment means nothing. I used five fleets in every one of, well, except for the mace fleet. I, I should have never done a burner fleet. I, I hate that. That's the thing now. Uh, sorry, Endall. And Endall has done it total once. Um, you know, he made the video. <laughs> He made it all, and everyone's like, "I swear by Endall." I'm like, "You know what? You you can swear by way worse people than Endall, but he's the guy's only done it once." So, right. uh, but so other than that, Mace Burner fleet, every other single pilot I had was at least R five, and I still needed five freaking battles to take down this executor, um, and that's silly. <laughs> that's just silly to me. Um, I don't know. I th- they buffed Executor. Everybody was asking for a solution to a four-star beating a seven-star, which they should have. That that, but it was a very easy fix that they could have made. And then you know, much like the Supreme Leader Kylo buff a year and a half ago, it's like. There's a $1 problem and they gave a $100 response. And it's like, okay, we fixed that, guys. But you know what? That's not enough. Let's fix it so nothing can beat this fleet anymore. How is that healthy for the game? Like, how is that healthy for the game? No, it's not. It just makes me angry, makes you angry. Uh, Like, I feel like I got tricked into spending money on. I don't know. It's it's like it's like you go to play. You want to play like a. I don't know. I'm gonna get a, have a terrible metaphor. I just uh, what what I'm what I'm trying to say is like you go you go to play like an actual game that has like good gameplay mechanics, and then you you open the box and you play it, and it's just like the roulette set, you know. And <laughs> yeah. you're just like spin the wheel, have fun, right? And it which is. <sighs> It's my biggest problem because I like where you can plan. You know, I have I literally have a plan for every fight I do. And sure. you can't plan for it. Like you literally can't plan for this fight. And that pisses me off because that's what's enjoyable about the game for me. I don't want a game based on ifs. Like games based on ifs just annoy me. Um I want a game that I can make a plan. And 
if my opponent's plan is better than mine, I lose. And if my plan is better than my opponent's, I win. Right. With, with a little bit of RNG mixed in, that's sure. fine. Like sure. it, it's nice to have a few surprises, not have everything super predictable. Right. I, I don't want it played on paper. Um, but at the same time, I don't want it to come down to, I hate saying RNG because there's so many other people out there that lose because they just don't know what they're doing. And they say, the RNG got me. But in this case, if you do an executor mirror and they open up on your hound's tooth, you win. If they open up on your razor crest, there's a 50% chance that you're going to lose. Like that's, that is the definition of RNG. Um, yeah. At least and, it's not, at least it's not a true 50, 50. If you want to go, right. I, I'm, I'm considering just keeping executor frankly. And just like, sometimes I have to double tap. Sometimes not. I'm, I, so I generally keep executor for offense. I think out of my five matches I've, or out of my six matches, I've kept executor five times. I placed it against the abattoir because I fully expected him to put something in the back zone that was going to cause me a loss <laughs> and he's a good player. So I didn't expect him to lose. So I needed something that could balance that out. And so that's why I put executor on defense and I hated myself for it. Um, I hated myself for it. <laughs> uh, but that you know, keeping an executor on offense is like a 75% win rate if you play it right. I, on my alt account, I have a four-star executor because, you know, I'm not spending money to get it to a higher star. Right. I can beat higher starred executors. I can't beat the seven-star with the R8 pilots. Like, I, they just move before my entire team. But I can beat seven-stars with gear 12 BAM or like R0, R1, bam, I can, I can beat them. Um, so it's, I think you basically have to keep executor. I think, right, what's going to happen is this GAC, everybody's going to keep executor on defense because it's like the thing to do, right? It's the trend. Right. Next GAC, I think people are not enjoying having to triple or quadruple tap executor and you're going to start to see it on offense more yeah you know what this feels like it feels like we're in 3v3 and we're doing paper cut ray yes again. that's it well that i mean that basically is what it is that's what that end all video was was paper cut ray yeah i i'm i am sick to death of this uh, of having to do it this way and uh, i mean i only did i've only that that's the funny thing is i've Maybe it's not that funny. I've only done it once, but my, you know, and then watching you and the abattoir go at it, and it was, it's just like this intensely, I don't know. I don't like this, this situation. It, it does feel intensely negative right now, but that being said, I think, I think that there's some implications here too. Like, so are they going to have it like this? Are they intending this to be the thing forever or do you think maybe they're going to actually have another, I don't know, Galactic Legend? Or it's a Galactic Legend. That's what it is. Like, have another meta fleet that we can unlock yeah. in the near-ish future. What, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't want 
a new meta fleet. Um, and the reason for that is it's going to take two years for people to seven star this fleet. I don't want, I don't want something in four months or six months that replaces this fleet before 98% of the game can get it six star, let alone seven star. Um, so my idea, it wouldn't be just to be, just so I'm being clear, uh, my idea yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't be to uh, like totally uh, replace this one. My, my thought is maybe we just have another fleet like malevolence, like uh, because I, once I learned that malevolence could consistently beat negotiator, at least a lot of the different comps and stuff uh, and more cleanly than negotiator could do the mirror match. Like that's, I openly embraced that. Like, what if we had the malevolence counterpart to that? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, it does. Release the well, malevolence to, to the negotiator, but just executor plus whatever light side. What I really want is one new ship. <laughs> like, give give the Radis a new resistance ship that then turns it into. Uh, there you go. An executor beater, and maybe it's only an eighty percent counter, kind of like rebels against negotiator, where it works and then it just doesn't. But give give the Radis or give First Order or give both of those fleets badly need another ship. Um, give one of them a ship that creates the off meta counter. I just think based on the executor kit, it's probably got to be Radis because of all the outer turn attacks that, you know, um, first order does, but, uh, and as it said in chat, I want Radis to have a cat that beats executor. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, and then also, so that falls in line with their whole thing of, we want you to be farming galactic legends, because if you're farming the Radis fleet, you're also working towards Ray. Yeah, uh, I would be down, man. Yeah, I would be super happy with being able to, uh, with being able to like just flesh out one of our current fleets that like Radis is on the very periphery now. Now that like Radis relied on Houndstooth to be good, and now that we don't have, <laughs> now that we don't want to, we don't have Houndstooth. Like Radis is in a pretty sad spot, frankly, and so I I would be super down with them just giving us something that we could like just make radis make radis good again and then <laughs> and then you have two fleets that delete the other team's fleet right uh, like or you know fleet commander i i really like that idea that that's fantastic um yeah and i like radis in general in fact well we'll talk about my recap in a minute i think i think one of one of the few times I was truly happy in my match uh, in the during the fleet match, uh, fleet side of my match yesterday was w involving involving Radis. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure that uh, that just gives away everything important. But <laughs> so one of the things that I think um, if if you're going to put executor on defense, which I'm not. I don't necessarily advise that, but if you're going to, I think what people should be doing is not sending in a burner, send in a malevolence 
bring Spy out as your first reinforcement, nuke the Xanadu blood, and then bring in Radis. I think I think that's what should be happening. Um, I have a lot of experience with malevolence against Executor, and I can almost guarantee you that I'm going to kill one to two ships um, and then bring out Radis. Like that's that's what I think needs to be done. Don't send in a burner because I feel like all you're doing is setting yourself up to have two attacks anyway. So might as well might as well make it a useful two attacks and then save that burner fleet for just in case you need to kill one ship on the other fleet. Um, and and I think that the awesome thing about that solo, I, I agree. Like then you have the outside chance, and it is an outside chance as I understand it, but you do have a shot at being able to one-shot. Yes. Yes, you do. Um, or if you lose the executor mirror, you bring in the Radis and <laughs> do the exact same thing. Um, I, I think that's I think that's the better way than rather than sending in the burner. Now I will I'm gonna put a couple caveats in there. If IG is starting and Xanadu is coming in as a reinforcement. That's very bad for malevolence. If and if you watched my avatar fight, um, if they put in Ty Reaper, Reaper is probably going to come out first in most instances, from what I've seen. So you probably can one shot it if they have Ty Reaper on the bench. Um, but I, I think I think if I put Executor on defense, I'm just going to try and two shot it that way you know bring in malevolence then bring in radis and if i have executor on defense i have rebels first order of radis malevolence and negotiator on offense like i should be able to make those five fleets work should hopefully. be hopefully <laughs> hopefully <Maybe. laughs> um we'll see but in my mind i can make those five fleets work <laughs> only in your mind my very yes. young apprentice <laughs> uh, um yes. yeah well we'll see how this goes i i'm not ready to throw in the towel yet i just it, it's in it's extremely intensely dissatisfying to to have this as a situation though like to have to have it be that we don't know what to do with fleets i, I thought by now we'd have developed a pretty consistent if expensive off meta counter for it you know like a Malevolence can do it, but you need, you also need Biston. Like you ruin two right. fleets for it or something. I, I thought we'd have something like that and we don't. And right now it's, it's, it's like they tried to build it that way and they made executor suck too much. So then they fixed it too much. Right. Yeah. And, it was definitely, then. definitely an overcorrection. Um, no, I, I'd go, you know what, even if they just release a few new pretty good just starships, I, I, that's, that gives their community some wiggle room, so, some space to operate in theorycraft and figure out what, what to do to counter this madness. Right. Plus, we need a few more fleets uh, or uh, ships because as of right now, you can't have a full fleet <laughs> for every one of your ships. Like... Uh, you know, yesterday I did sent in mace with three, 
my defense teams had three and two reinforcements. My first order team could only have one reinforcement. My rebels could only have three reinforcements. And it's like, I used all my cap ships, literally every single one of my ships I used yesterday. And a total of one of the fleets had a full four reinforcements. Like that's, I, we need ships. We need, we need ships. Give me, give me something. Yep. Give us more starfighters. I, I would, I would even read the kits. <laughs> well, let's not go crazy here. <laughs> I know I'm making promises. I can, I'm not prepared to keep here. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, all right. Uh, why don't we, so why don't we actually talk about our weeks since we've alluded to them multiple times already. <laughs> yeah. um, so Zareth, you are coming into this week three and oh, how did your week start off? Uh, it was good. My uh, my first round opponent, I wasn't, they weren't quite as weak as my last week's opponents, but I was still a little bit like, is he going to auto-deploy or not? It looks like, it, and then, uh, you know, he, he does play, participates in the game mode, at least, uh, you know, even though he doesn't, <laughs> well, you just never know if you have lo- a guy with a low right. lifetime, it, you know, you're not, sh- I'm never sure at least what whether or not he's actually going to whether or not he's actually going to be active. And so I don't want to have to auto deploy, but he, he does, he does play it. I didn't have to worry. Like I saw him deploy and, you know, using prime bot. And then after that, um, let's see, he, he didn't place. I don't think he, I think he placed one GL. It was like a Ray and pray kind of situation yeah. if I remember right. And so I, I beat him with, I think, Oh, that's right. It's it was my fourth match, and it was my third match out of my four matches that I got a two below the soft max against him. And then, <laughs> and then it was like, okay, he he can drop two banners against what I placed, and I played placed a pretty tough defense. So it was it's pretty lopsided, and I I won running away. Even though he kept so much for offense, he still couldn't clear uh, my Lord Vader. So felt good, I guess. Yeah, uh, can't argue with being too too below the soft max. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, how about you, Solo? So I got the win. How did how did your first few matches go? You lost one last week, I believe. Uh, I did. So I came in at two and one. My first match, my opponent uh, always placed uh, Ray Cat in the back, and well, always in the first week placed Ray Cat in the back and Executor in fleets and so it's the new version of the rain prey it's the rain executor and prey um so i knew what to expect i kept my executor for offense and placed double get2 on defense um i kept my kenobi cat for the back zone i easily one shot his board and he couldn't clear my fleets the irony he places executor on defense and he's the one not clearing fleets when i place get2 so uh it was, you know, it, it, it's an easy win when they can't clear and you did clear. And I one shot on top of that. So it was, it was a fun, fun way to open it up. <laughs> Ironic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, so going into Gambit fight night that you can't attend, how did, how did your second match go? And uh, so 
it, it went well. I, I ended up clearing and so I, I couldn't even stream it at all. I was, I was off visiting some friends, like people I'd grown up with. We, we had been doing like kind of a reunion thing yearly and COVID messed that up last year. So uh, I was glad to be able to go this time, but it, the consequence of course, just meant we couldn't, I couldn't do Gambit fight night. And right. so I'll, I'll just say this. Even though it is hard to stream, it's difficult to pay attention to the, you know, all the different things, you know, we, we've talked about this before, like you have to make sure that any number of details is going just right, making sure your sound and your video and, you know, you're actually talking to Chad and you're also, you know, all your software is working and your music is on and and you're playing, you're trying to be entertaining, you're trying to, uh, uh, so it's hard to stream is what I'm trying to yeah. say, but it was very difficult for me to transition backwards. And just yeah. like, I'm laying here, I'm like, so I can just make an attack, you know? <laughs> like I, I haven't, I haven't it's talked possible. it through though. I haven't yeah, talked right. it through. And so I got into some weird situations that I think if I had taken more time uh, like I normally do in my streams, I normally just like kind of plug along one at a time. I'm very deliberate and system systematic about how I'm taking out the teams. I got myself into some weird holes. Like I was like, I don't know what can beat geos that I have left. Like I'm I'm just not sure what I have. Like so, I ended up using. I was like, I think if as long as I get the turn meter train going, I think Mothra just just sweeps them aside and uh, it, it was a little bit sketchy but she ended up doing just that got a 59 or 60 something like that on the geos i think that was it maybe it got worse who who cares i won and that's all that matters so my opponent my after scouting my opponent i wasn't surprised by this at all he attacked a total of four times got good banners on most of his attacks got two up top two on the on the uh, in the bottom zone and then just called it good he never attacked never attacked anymore after that so you know no real suspense i got a really good score anyways one shots and uh we got through the no speaking part i actually <laughs> i actually did stream like I, I recorded my attacks for my alt and my mate or for my alt and my prevail man because you know, I want to post them on YouTube eventually anyways, but I actually did. I was like, okay, well, we'll do this. We'll pretend like it's live. And then talking through it, it, it felt better. So anyways, how did your match two go solo? You, you've got two, you've got a couple people in your group, actually. I don't know if you mentioned it. You had Kiawe <laughs> and Iabitoire both in I your did. group. So um, I know you and I were both hoping you'd get Kiawe because I wanted to see that matchup. Uh, did you get him? Uh, no, because he lost in the first battle and not to E Abattoir. I actually, I don't know who he lost to. Um, but so I didn't get him. I did get somebody that likes to place Ray and double GET two fleets on defense and, uh, somebody that I was able to easily one shot and he dropped 104 banners <laughs> on my defenses. Um, uh, and it was kind enough. It was kind of enough to attack before my stream, so we all knew how easily I should win as long as I just cleared the board. And I'd like to, I'd like to say that there was a huge challenge in it, but honestly, it, it wasn't. He didn't even <laughs> play Ray Cat; like he played the Ray, just like a normal Ray team. And so, uh, I cleared it. <laughs> that's you know, that's what it was. Uh, but so I, I easily. 
I, I easily won there. And yeah, that was that was my Gambit fight night, you know, uh, with Klesso and Endall. Um, so with yeah. that said, we are headed into Sunday. Um, you are now what, five and zero oh at that point. How did how did Sunday go? How did your your final attack go? Yeah, so my opponent had been messaging me from day one. He's like, "Oh, we could get paired together." I'm like, "Okay, um, we could." I acknowledge that. Uh, so we did get we ended up getting paired in the finals, and you know he, he's a guy I could tell he was ch- like he wanted he wants a piece of me, right? Like he <laughs> even though he's saying things in chat like you're gonna clap these cheeks, I think is the thing he kept saying, and. Uh, you know, he's in Bravo Squad, which is a competitive guild. It's the sister guild to Alpha Squad, which I used to be part of. Uh, they're they're all really good players, or at least a lot of them are. And so I knew it wasn't going to be easy. I, I went into the match, and uh, so it was a really strangely... I, I, got, I got like 50, or I got 60s and 60s, and like all my attacks were super efficient. And then I, I jumped in. And with with my Mandalorian team against his Newt team, and I killed Wampa immediately, which was, I think, probably the wrong move, actually, because I didn't get the armor the second, like, armor needs to, like, I called the mass assist with armor, but I killed Wampa so fast that she didn't get a second hit, and therefore did not get the second stack of Beskar, and it, I got derailed in a huge way, um, and I think it was just a bad match anyways, I think I just chose the matchup poorly but i failed that attack and i was like all right we're gonna recover from it we got i cleaned it up with a bad padme team that's fine uh we're, we're back on the straight and narrow 60 60 60 get to it get to the ships and he's we, we've both placed our uh, executors and so I'm, I'm like all right we're gonna do the two shot method with end all so uh and then, so, you know, you throw in the right ships. It, it went well. Then I made one misplay against against the, the you know, in the second fight, which was a pretty big misplay, frankly. Like, you need to save the Sunfac stun. And I just used it too early. And so that, that cost me. I couldn't clear with, with Malevolence. And so I had to use a third fleet. I used Radis. And that, that did feel good. Radis eventually did nuke Executor. And we got it in three tries. Uh, and then, so I had failed once on Newt and twice on Executor. I was like, man, and, and I placed a really strong defense. I think we're going to be okay. And my opponent went through, he was pretty efficient, uh, you know, a little bit of an advantage in squads, but not by much. I think he beat me banners wise in squads, even though he one shot everything of mine. He only beat me by like two or three banners going into fleets, but then he just went in with malevolence and one shot my executor then then got a 65 on my my empire fleet and that was that like he beat me by like 30 some banners nice. and yep and uh, i'll be honest solo that that is probably the most angry like not at him he was he was a nice enough guy like i don't think he was being a dick or he was cheating or anything you know we'll look of course i look if i when i lose i'm like well let's just see but i i was just like I just didn't know that that was possible. I was counting on him failing an attack, at least one on yeah. my executor. And when he just went in and one shot it, even though he only got like 54 banners, it was a one shot, vastly preferable to a two shot. Yeah. And, and obviously, like, very obviously more, uh, 
more awesome than a one or than a three shot. I was, I just wanted to punch something. I want like it. I went to bed and I woke up angry and that never happens. Like I've, I've never felt so angry about a loss in my life before. And it's not my opponent. It, it was just the fleet situation of, and so let's just be real clear. I actually think I would have lost even if he had triple tapped me, depending on how his banners went to that third kill. He, he may still like, he, he probably would have, I would have needed to get a little lucky there. So yeah. just, just being super straightforward. Like I don't, I'm not saying that I would have won anyways. It was just the fact that it defied my expectations to such a degree that it just like to took me totally off guard. And apparently my reaction to being taken totally off guard is anger. <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, you know, not to be so officially, and I didn't say anything to my opponent. I told him good match. And then I, I was like, I just got to shut up because I'm just going to start saying BS things and being rude. And that's not like an okay way to like, I don't think it's an okay way to treat me. I don't, I'm not going to treat other people that way. And so I was like, I'm just going to shut, shut my mouth and, you know, I'll congratulate him, but, and I'll congratulate him on a personal level too. But just to be clear out in the open, you know, congratulations to my opponent, Wolverine4747. Congrats on a well-played match. And I hate that I lost from Fleets, but it's not your fault. And you played it well. So lost, but <laughs> lost and angry, but at least it's over. <laughs> we can move on. Right. That's exactly. On to the next one on, yeah. well, planning tomorrow night. Um, yeah. And, and so... So yeah, I, I lost, frustrating. But then you, you're facing my nemesis. He's a great player, Eabattoir. We always joke about him being one of the group that we're gonna get paired against because he's in our like little circle of we all have the same kind of GP or matchup GP. Yeah. Um, you know, amazing player. I'm two and one against him. Kleso's had a couple really tough matches against him as well. Uh, how's how are you looking going into this match? Like, uh, so it's tricky. <laughs> Yes, that is that is um, for sure what to say of it's tricky. <laughs> I fully expected that I wasn't going to full clear because I was going to open up his back zone. Um, you know, I, I open up his back zone and it was going to be a tricky back zone and I wasn't going to be able to do it. And frankly, I, that came really close to happening. Um <laughs> But so uh, I placed, I kept Ray for offense this time, and I placed, uh, who did I place? I placed, uh, I placed Lord Vader in the back, uh, and I placed Supreme Leader Kylo up front. I placed Supreme Leader Kylo and Grievous Nest up front, hoping to steal his Jedi. Like, that's, that's what I wanted to do, because I put Lord Vader in the back. Um, and you know, he ended up placing Ray Cat and JMK on defense. So if I was able to draw out his Jedi, he would have struggled against my Lord Vader. Uh, but that didn't happen. Instead of what happened, uh, he still took bad batch against my Grievous. Because another thing I did is I put Gideon with Darth Revan, I put Nest with Grievous, Gideon because my Gideon outspeeds him and 
he would have trouble getting through my Sith Empire trooper with the Gideon debuff on all of his troopers. And then uh, also, I, I don't think he would have been able to create the turn meter loop. So I stopped troopers on Darth Revan. Nest was on Grievous to try and stop Bad Batch, and it worked. He was able to kill the four droids, and then he timed out on Nest because Hunter steals turn meter on a basic. Um, so I got the hold there. He did that before you know we started fighting. And then the only other hold I got was on Negotiator uh, with two. Uh, he So he lost twice. One I, was the planned loss. The second was just a regular, you know, he attempted to win and lost, but he took out my Houndstooth. So that's, that's how it's looking on defense for me. And he left, he left that battle up until I, I attacked uh, the final battle. So he put CLS, Mon Mothma, Lord Vader, and Darth Revan in his front zone. The problem is he did Darth Revan Nest for the same idea that I did Darth Revan Gideon of <laughs> to stop troopers. So I used Ray Haldo on Darth Revan against that Lord Vader team. I mean, the best way to kill it is with Jedi Master Luke. So I used Jedi Master Luke on the Vader team. And CLS, I didn't have anything good. So I used Sith Eternal, um, which honestly doesn't matter when I opened up the back because I opened up the back to Raycat and Jedi Master Kenobi. And I had to two-shot the Jedi Master Kenobi. And here's the thing. Those Jedi Master Kenobi teams without Cat can be beat by a couple things. If you remember back in the day when Jedi Master Kenobi first came out, you can beat it with Padme uh, and you can beat it with Bad Batch. And so I took the full bastard Jedi Master Kenobi team against his Raycat team and I beat it for, I think, 59 banners. I, I got one banner stolen from me. And then I took Bad Batch against Jedi Master Kenobi and the four support tunes that he had on Jedi Master Kenobi melted. I mean, like, if you blinked, you would have missed them dying. Problem is, I could not kill Kenobi. So I ended up having to two-shot it because I spent four minutes trying to kill Kenobi with Bad Batch and I just, I couldn't do it. So I two-shot that. So now my lead of... You know, we both have one loss on ground, but I was being a lot more efficient against his teams and I was getting a lot more 60s while he was getting 55. So going into fleet, I had what, a 21 point lead. Then we got to executor. I used the maze burner fleet. Then I, the problem is my teams died too fast. And so Houndstooth did not get off the taunt before the burner fleet died. So I had to go in with Malevolence. Houndstooth taunted immediately, and it went to high hell. Um, then who did I bring in? I think then I brought in Radis trying to do what you did, and that did nothing. Then I brought in uh, Negotiator, and that did nothing. So now I'm down to two fleets. Now I'm down to Rebels and First Order left. And I have between them a total of 10 ships. So I took first order against Empire at that point. So it's like, all right, I need to at least clear the Empire fleet. I went in with four total ships and uh, 
I took out I took out I took out the Empire Squad completely with those four First Order ships, even though it got a little sketchy. And so I was able to with what was it with Negotiator, I think I took out Xanadu Blood and took out I forget who the other I think I took out Boba. Uh, so I was going into uh, this final fight with rebels against how against uh, the executor and but thank God my rebels pulled it off. It was sketchy AF. Um, yeah, that was that. You were down to your very last ships. I don't think you had a single ship left. I did not. I did not have a single ship uh, when that was over. But I five shot his executor, and. That got me the win because I had the 20 banner uh, lead going into fleets and your third loss is only 10 banner loss. Um, so I ended up winning by 21 banners because we, we essentially both at least triple tapped executors. Cause then after I, when I went in with rebels, he went in and he cleared on his third attack. And so um my God, was that I, I honestly did not think I was going to clear. I, di- I didn't think I was going to clear. I thought I had zero chance when I was on my fourth fleet against Executor and there were still, uh, what, three reinforcements left on it. I was like, oh, good Lord, what, how am I going to do this? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I was like... Yeah. Here's what I was dreading. I thought so. The, here's here's a funny reversal, at least in my opinion. I thought that I was going to have to be the one listening to you rant about fleets <laughs> today, because right. because I, I thought that you were like, I, it looked like you were you weren't going to get the you know, or at least yeah. there was a decent shot that you weren't going to get the clear. And so I was like, I mean, and that's not a bad thing. Like you and I, you know, we have a good partnership going and it's, it's, you know, we support each other. So that's not even a gripe or anything, but I was like, oh, like this is going to be a topic of discussion tomorrow for sure. Uh, And then it turns out I'm the one who's just like, (laughs) oh, angry. And and you're just like, oh, well, whatever, you know, I won. So (laughs) yeah, I thought it was Um, funny. That that is quite the, quite the catch 22 there. Um, But yeah, so that that was my week. I ended up three and zero. I'm five. We're both five and one heading into the second half of the season. And here's the interesting yeah. thing: so we're still in GA Center, and there's nobody undefeated in uh, Division One right now. Everybody is. I think everybody's five and one. To be honest with you, um, so it's apparently it's it's a theme. I guess, man. Yeah, uh, GA Center. They 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 do good work. It's fun. I've I've kind of mentally checked out about about what how my standings are there. Um, yeah. You know, it's nice to nice to get a little nice to get get a win or whatever. But I'm yeah, whatever. I don't. I'm. Th- I feel like I'm throwing shade for no reason, and it's no. There's no shade. It's just uh, you know. I guess I, I I won the Premier League thing once, and then after that I yeah. was like, ah, I don't have anything to prove, and Gom is impossible to beat anyway. So let's just <laughs> just pretend like we're not playing. <laughs> um, all right. With that said, we have a couple podcast questions. Um, let's see, where are we? 
So I'm going to jump around here. If you had, a, since we're talking about fleets, if you have a four-star executor and your opponent does not have executor, do you place it on defense or keep it on offense? Uh, if you, hold on. So if you're the only one with executor. But it's four-star. So we're not talking the strongest executor. Um, do you do you keep it on offense because you could beat anything, or do you place it on defense? Defense. Yeah, I agree, and that's uh, what I'm doing. In, unless you can't beat their best fleets, like if right. you for some reason have executor, but you don't have like negotiator or malevolence or rebel fleet, whatever. Like, if you think you yeah. can't clear ships, then yeah, I, I would because the the executors especially if you're in a situation where you have a four star and they don't have one, like probably you're in a situation where they're not as experienced of players anyways, and they're not going to be able to, they're not going to have as many ships and fleets to be able to multi-shot executor. Like at the very least solo, you and I, I won't say we're guaranteed, like it took you five fleets to do it, but we, we have a pretty good shot at, of at least clearing executor eventually. Like my alt, I don't, I don't think that would happen. I don't know if I could clear executor right now with my alt. Right. So yeah. I just don't have the fleets developed at 5.5 million GP. You know, you and I are at 8.5 ish. Like, <laughs> right. We, we can actually do it. Uh, and I will say, so my, on my alt, I am, I am consistently beating uh, four or five star executors with my malevolence but I'm doing it for like 55 banners every time. So, uh, you know, I, I can, I would, I'm still putting executor on defense because that's a big, that's a big banner drop. You know, you're making them drop a lot more banners than the average fleet. Now, if for some reason they have a negotiator that I think I can't beat executors coming on offense with me and I'm beating their, negotiator with my executor and i'll probably put my negotiator on defense to say haha you have two ge2 on defense try and beat my one um <laughs> but it, i think definitely on defense nine times out of ten uh all right next question do you think we'll ever see a straight legendary again where it's just need a full faction for a five-star unlock like Padme is an example. I'll let you answer first. I have an I have an answer, but I answered first last time. What do you think? I think we will. I, I don't think I don't think we're only going to get GLs. I mean, Beskar was essentially a legendary, uh, and that was nine months ago. Well, probably ten months ago now. Um, so I think I think we'll get more legendaries. Yeah, I think so. I, I think I think it's it's possible that they've decided not to do legendaries anymore. Uh, but in yeah, I, I do think we're gonna I think there's a decent chance of us getting another one. Yeah. It might take yeah. a while. But, but yeah, that's that should be that should be fun. Oh look at that, our friend Kamala Love Affair three. Is on our is on our stream. Wonderful, <laughs> spam bots. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. sorry. Anyways, uh, yeah, I I think I, it's certainly not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, whether or not it right. actually happens, we will find out eventually. Uh, all right. So, 
uh, and banned. Um, so. Oh, I thought you banned them in the first place. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, all right. So <laughs> there's there's another content creator or creators out there with the belief that flat defense is the best secondary stat after offense and speed for mods. Um, what do you consider to be the best third secondary stat? Because obviously speed and offense are fantastic. So if you're looking at mods and you get something, what is your best third stat? Uh, I think my favorite is actually, uh, I think I enjoy, well, it's also subjective, but um, I, I like potency quite a bit, actually. Um, pot potency is a nice one to get just because, a lot of characters really want potency. And so a, a lot of times, so that, or maybe crit chance, depending, depending yeah. on what I want. Um, they're, they're all pretty useful, actually. Besides, besides flat defense, they're all pretty useful, so. Right, yeah, I, um, yeah, like you said, I mean, it depends on, am I gearing a tank or am I gearing an attacker or support? But potency is very high on the list because this is just a made-up number that could be completely wrong. Uh, I'm pretty sure, though, that like 80% of characters apply at least one debuff. So uh, I think potency is very good to have as a secondary uh, outside of, obviously, the offense and the speed. Like if, if I got a mod that was speed potency offense and percent either health or protection depending on the character it would be like glorious to me yeah absolutely i think i think having high offense on there and then obviously the speed but then but yeah like i would say in general like the 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 other two categories that I would pray for for every mod basically is like probably potency, maybe percent health, or but like it's either percent health or crit chance because some some characters like Vader doesn't need it anymore, uh, you know. Yeah. The Wangless Vader, the the OG, but he's he's the guy uh, like he used to really be so hungry for stats, and those those are all the stats that he wants. He wants speed and offense, potency and crit chance. Some characters just really super want crit chance because because right. things they do rely on that. But same with potency, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So this last one is kind of a fun one. Calm. Uh, <laughs> uh, with the GLs, how would you rank them from the most fun to the most boring to use? Oh, that's a fun one. Um, so let's just both go in order here. So in backwards order, I guess, what's what's the least fun? What's the one that you're like, uh, I don't really care about using this character anymore right now? Uh, Supreme Leader Kylo is probably my most boring. <laughs> yeah, I would say, I don't know, he, he can be fun because you can stack his offense up to a million, but... He's the one I dread using most. I, yeah, I right. <laughs> but but it's also like he's boring because yeah, he stacks up these huge hits, but how often in a fight do you actually get to stack up the offense to 
do a you know million damage hit. Like that happens in the Bastila JML Watt teams, which those are probably the most boring GL teams. But the question was about GLs and not not the teams. Um, so I'd put I'd put Supreme Leader Kylo at the bottom. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I'm not. I don't intend to agree with you on all of them. Maybe maybe it'll end up being that way. But but yeah, I mean, you and I are both pretty low on Kylo right now, and yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, so what, what's your second lowest? Uh, like, so what's your second, second worst? Lowest. <sighs> this kills me to say, but probably Bray. Okay. Um. And the reasoning behind it is just that she sits there and that's what she does. She sits there like, you know, um, she has the whirlwind, but her first two moves are lifeblood, lifeblood, then a whirlwind, then lifeblood, lifeblood, then a whirlwind, then lifeblood ultimate. That's, you know, and then the ultimate wrecks face. Um, But she's a very passive galactic legend even her leadership ability of damage immunity when you drop below 50 percent health like it's a very it's a very long drawn out fight yeah uh, she's and you're right she doesn't have her win condition is can you can i ultimate and life blood or can i ultimate and whirlwind you to death if i can't i lose if i can then i win and how many banners can I preserve in the process? Right. So, yeah, she's she's not my most boring. She'll she'll probably be next, but right. So right this moment, it's Lord Vader. Even though I have his ult and everything, uh, it's just he's he's still even with his ult, he's still I don't know. He's a pretty big question mark, I guess. And I I feel uncertain playing him on offense, like. What exactly does he kill? Like solo, you killed Commander Luke with him the other day. Like, woo, you, you killed a <laughs> like it was cool. It was fun to see that. But at the same time, it's not <laughs> he should absolutely beat Commander Luke. Well, so uh, part of that is also because he was not an ultimate. Um right. now with the ultimate, I think I would I don't think. I trust him against Supreme Leader Kylo. Um I trust them against all but like the the Titan JML squads. Um, and what about Kenobi? Kenobi, I no, I wouldn't use Vader against Kenobi without, you know, probably without Maul. Without that, some desperation, I, then I ha- yeah, yeah. I, I I haven't played with Maul yet, so I'm imagining or listening to what other people are telling me. But before Maul, I'm not gonna trust vader against uh kenobi but and and ray because ray has all that damage immunity and stuff but i do think you know supreme leader kylo probably sith eternal i haven't tried it but probably sith eternal i would use them against and uh jedi master luke uh (laughs) when you face jedi master luke with the ultimate it's like oh, this isn't going well, oh, this isn't going well, and then their team just disappears. And you're like, oh, that went well. <laughs> so um, so I actually, I, I have him third on the list, third most boring right now because we don't have Maul. 
Um, right. I, I reserve the right to switch to Maul later yes, if I right, if I decide right. to make this list later. But yeah. But but yeah, you're right. It's not. Yeah, he he could be good. He's not the most exciting though. He's so to me right now. He's he's a question mark. I I feel more comfortable with him on defense. I think just because I know some good defensive comps for him on yeah. offense. Uh, it'll get there. I think half of the fun is going to be using Maul getting his billions of hits, though, too. Right, right. Okay, um, so so what's your number four? So that was my number four. Lord Vader's my four. four. Yeah. Okay, and I, I'm going to say Ray as well, for the reasons yeah. you listed. Like, she's <laughs> she's just pretty formulaic. Like, she's not, she's not super dynamic, unfortunately. Right. Um, so what's your number three, then? Let's see. So we have Kenobi, Jedi Master Luke, and Sith Eternal left. I, I guess I would say probably, probably Sith Eternal. Even though he's a great tool and he can do a lot of cool stuff, he's he's super reliable. Mister, like he's the most reliable Galactic Legend in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, he's still just like Link, Link, sit there for a while, survive, maybe try to keep his ads alive, depending on what you're fighting when. Like, yeah. you know, he's. Yeah, he's not that interesting, but I, I mean, he's still fine. He's interesting. He's powerful. He's strong. I like using him on offense because uh, there, there's some strength in his simplicity. And there's, it's not all simplicity. Like there are some good nuances you can pick up over time to really make him, yeah. you know, start spinning. Similar to, to Ray and to really to all of them. But yeah, if I had to pick, I'd say Sith Eternal. What about you? Uh, Sith Eternal is my number three as well because the linking is boring as hell and so slow, but there's something still so so enjoyable about when he releases the flying spaghetti. Like it's it just it's fun to watch the the lightning rain down upon the other team and they just disappear. Yeah, yeah I mean it's pretty cool. It was a cool point in the movies, even though it was super ineffective. But. Right. Um, all right. So number two, we're now in our top two. Who is your second least boring, I guess, at this point? <laughs> I, I guess Jedi Master Luke. I, I like him a lot, frankly. It's fun. He's fun because there's a ton of little things you can do to make him go better. You can... He's, he's one of the GLs that I feel like, I guess they all really do want to have good mods, but I, I really like modding him specifically. Like you, he has different mods than everyone else. He's got, he's got a tank. He is a tank. So like Watt can have cool interactions, which everyone is abusing, of course. And he's, I like him because he goes with all the, every single Jedi, like Ray is not all the Jedi. Jedi Master Luke is all the Jedi. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I like him for two reasons. One, I like assists. Um, I think the teams that assist are more fun, and he has a ton of assists. And then I like when you get into ultimate, and then all of a sudden you do E-Flux, and the other team just disappears. And you're like, whoa, where did you guys go? <laughs> um, so that part is fun as well. Yeah, he's he's a fun character. He's uh Yeah, I, I love how flexible he is, man. Yeah. He just yeah, 
you can use them against everything and have an okay chance, have, a, have an okay expectation of, of getting the win. And if, and you could tool his teams depending like the right. one of, one of the biggest joys I've been having, and this, this bleeds over into Kenobi being my top, but I just really enjoy having a big pool of Jedi and then mix and matching them as I need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's, I mean, I, that's why I liked when Kenobi came out and I was even putting shock clones on defense or no, I was putting um, Ray clones on defense. No, no. Try this again. Padme clones on defense. So I could have all the Jedi to use between the Jedi leaders. Um, It's just fun (laughs) having those options of the mix and match. Yeah, it is fun. I'm I'm having fun. Yeah. This is my fun face. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> okay. So, Kenobi, what do you have anything specifically more to add to this to the uh, discussion? Well, Kenobi, the reason I like him is because, like, you get into ultimate and you do a basic attack, and all of a sudden there's like five Jedi just attacking <laughs> just out of nowhere. And you're like, oh my God, where did that come from? And where did that attack come from? Like, it, it's just fun to see, oh man, my. My attack didn't kill him. Oh, wait, here comes Ahsoka. Oh, wait, here comes Cam. And then the other GL just disappears. Like, that's, I just enjoy that. Yeah, I think it's super fun. Uh, and you can, you can run a lot of different Jedi with him. He's, he's more specific, but then you can also run other characters. You can run, you know, you can run Bad Batch with them. You can run yeah. just whoever, and you're going to have diminishing results, but is, he's a lot of fun. I do feel a little bit bitter because he's stealing good characters for uh, from other teams. Like Padme is just like, what the hell, dude? Like, get your own <laughs> characters. But that's okay. I'm okay with that. Apparently, he's he's yeah. fun. He adds a lot to the game, and we'll see. Uh, uh, the thing I am most focused on right now, in terms of like the future dynamics, is when we get Maul how how creative can we get like can we start putting cat on other teams as long as we keep Kenobi, as long as we keep lord vader and maul uh, together yeah. or or can we put maul with other teams as long as we keep kenobi and cat together like how can we mix and match to our biggest benefit i i'm really interested in that kind of you know theory craft whatever you want yeah. to call it i i agree i'm I am excited to get Maul and start playing with him, even if I don't enjoy how we get him. Um, but with that said, that's all the podcast questions. So uh, if you have podcast questions for next week, join our Discord server and stick them in the podcast question section. Heck yeah. We answer all of them so far. Yes. Uh, all right. So, Zareth, we both have alts um that play gac at least at least for the time being how did your old zarathal do this week (laughs) so zarathal is my 5.5 million gp account and he did well uh the first so i keep getting this it's annoying i get to be the one guy in my group who gets to face this there's been a galactic legend in my group both days or both weeks so far and neither of them play they just auto deploy but <laughs> yeah. i get paired with them in the first round so far i've gotten it every time 
So this time I got a Supreme Leader Kylo build. And once again, so last time it was Rey with all the Jedi. And it, <laughs> it, it was like all the good light side characters. It was a really tough Rey build. This time it's Supreme Leader Kylo with like Darth Revan and all these other really badass dark side characters. And <laughs> it, like it was full dark side as well. And, and so, you know, like, like Darth Revan is plus 30 speed from Kylo, etc. So yeah. I'm like, I, I don't, <laughs> the power of the elves can't contain this. Uh, but I did, I did just use my fledgling, like my relic zero for the most part, Jedi Revan, Jedi Luke team, like Jedi Luke's relic five, Revan might be a couple relic levels, but like old Ben's definitely relic zero, Basti's relic zero, etc. And it, it was ugly, but we eventually got the job done and beat that team for like 53 banners. So I felt happy. Um, yeah, that was the first round. Then the other two were pretty easy. Um, the final one, the guy cleared me, uh, almost one shot me. I think he failed once, but then I ended up beating his score by like 70 at the end because he plays such a terrifyingly awful defense. I, I just, my, my goal is always to get 2,500 and I rarely get to that point uh, in, in the division I'm in, division four. Uh, yeah. But 2,500, I got 2,510 this time. Uh, yeah, I think there's only one team I actually dropped any banners on, and the rest I got more than my share. So, so yay, yay, Zareth Alt got all the feats, <laughs> all of the everything, uh, lots of good efficiency. Probably not in the running for top spot, but I think top 10 is certainly still potentially in the cards. I've, I'm already done with all the undersized feats, etc. So, how did yeah. Liam Solo do? <laughs> so, my all, um, the first two matches, I was actually kind of disappointed. My In week one, both opponents placed a really heavy defense. And I mean, like, three to four GLs on defense. And so I went really heavy offense to counter that. And then they put a weak defense. And so I had all my GLs on offense. I, I, I finished at the soft max one day, and I finished, I think, eight banners off the soft max the other round and one easily. Uh, in fact, one of the guys didn't even clear me, even though he kept three GLs for offense. Um, he lost to Ewoks of all things. He couldn't <laughs> clear Ewoks. Um, Dude, I laughed out loud when I saw that yeah. screenshot that you sent me. Uh, so he didn't even get to my fleets because he couldn't clear the Ewoks. Uh, now the, so the final guy, though, that I went up against, he was a 980K lifetime guy, so just under a million. He had five Galactic Legends, and he had a five-star executor to my uh, four-star executor. Uh, so he – here's the problem. He For him, he only placed one GL on defense. I placed two. Um then we both placed our executors on defense. But like I said earlier, I've gotten good at killing the uh, six-star and below executors with my malevolence. So I one-shot his executor. He had to two-shot mine, and he couldn't beat me. <laughs> That's uh, because I he had to two-shot the executor, and I got – he only placed one GL on defense, so I got really high banners on his teams, and – he, you know, couldn't couldn't compete because of that executor loss. 
Um, so I ended up getting the win. He had more lifetime banners than I did. I got it. Uh, and he had more GLs. If he had just put three GLs on defense, I don't think I would have won. Actually, let me rephrase that. I would not have won if he put three GLs on defense because he could have still beaten my GLs and I wouldn't have been able to beat all his. But he did not roster flex and it cost him. <laughs> yeah. If, if you have the if you have the advantage, man, just just do it. Step on the neck. Like, don't. Right. Uh, it's funny when people don't do that. I'm, I'm always just like, oh, I have an advantage here. That's actually something I can wield. Sometimes it, it's a pretend advantage, in which case, like, it looks like an advantage on paper. Like, like my executor against the, right. that Sasha guy in the in round three in my match th- three last week, uh, yeah. you know. He had a four star. I had a seven star. It's not necessarily a, a great advantage to put executor on defense. If I don't think I can clear his executor on defense, may as well just right. bring my own to get like, that's how you wield the advantage in that case. But yeah, for the most part, it's just like, hell yeah, I'm putting that team on defense. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So that was my all it's now six and oh, but I, I haven't been doing feats. So I'm in contention for the top 100 right now, uh, not for the top 10. But uh, Prevail Man was trying to prevail. So how did Prevail Man do? Uh, you know, he's constantly, he's in a constant state of prevailment. But even when he loses, he's just constantly just soaking soaking it in. So he's, uh, after, after the disastrous last season of not joining for one of the weeks, I ended up, uh, you know, I had, so I got top 10 one week and then the next week I did or one one season last 5v5 season then the 3v3 season I didn't join one of the weeks so like a rhodium and now this season again we're doing well um all the feats so far except for the first fleet feat which is the one it's one the one worth the least so I think it's only like 70 banners hopefully that doesn't screw us but otherwise super efficient attacks People need to learn that the way they cock block me is a high level Darth Revan team. I don't have a great answer to that. And, <laughs> and but I mean, there, there's also not that many people with that at this point. Now, now I'm facing people like now that my matchup GP is kind of flattened out and I have just a bunch of relic zeros everywhere. Uh, like I don't face those super top heavy comps very often. And when I do, Half the time it's just Jedi Revan that they've overinvested in, and not Darth Revan. Which Jedi Revan yeah. we can we can deal with. Je- like Commander Luke is a relic zero. That that whole team just eats it. So uh, that being said, I think I think I ended up with I don't know if it, it was all undersized uh, or you know over soft max wins, but pretty close to it. And I got that same last seat or last week too. So I don't I don't know how close to in contention I am. For, for top spot, but definitely in the content, in contention for top 10 uh, this season as well. So doing well so far on my alt, 6-0 and oh, and all the feats. Excellent. Great to hear. Um, yeah. Yeah. So all of our alts are doing better than our mains. That's... <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh, that. So frankly, I mean my alt has less investment and so i'm going to be facing people who have less investment people who blame the matchmaking i i don't know what to 
tell, tell me this, Zillow. Uh, okay, yeah. so, I mean, I've probably already played my hand too much, but do you think that matchmaking in this game is awful? Like, do you think that it's the cause of strife and frustration? Well, I mean, I, it is the cause of it, but is yeah. it unjustly the cause of it? I, that, I, I worded that poorly, yeah. Like, is are there issues? Do they need to fix matchmaking? Is that a huge priority? Um, so before before the GL change, um, I would say matchmaking was fine. Like we knew what, what it was. If you don't want to get matched up against people with GLs, just don't apply a bunch of R7s. Like that's, you know, that, right. or R8s, R7s or R8s. Like we know that causes you to face people with other <laughs> relic levels that high. And usually those are the people that have more GLs. Um, the one thing that I don't like is post nerf, the people that built their rosters based on one set of rules for the game, and then the rules changed. So I don't like how people that built their rosters to counter GLs with off meta are now getting matched against people with GLs and their roster i'm, I'm gonna say useless but it's not useless uh because obviously they have good teams but i i don't like that part of the matchmaking post nerf of you're telling people that their rosters can no longer do what they used to be but we're not going to change the matchmaking so they're still going to get matched against the people that now they can't beat so i i do think that there's a problem with that I would tend to agree like that. That's a frustrating point. Like, yeah, I've, this is like the first time they've ever nerfed anything to a huge impact. Right. So yeah, it's, it, it's kind of hard. I don't, there's not a great answer for that. I don't know that. I don't know that that's a matchmaking problem precisely. It's, it's more like just uh, people don't have a, as balanced a roster now well like, they're just in a worse spot i think it's a matchmaking problem in that so a lot of the off meta counters for example jkr and jkl that doesn't work when your jedi knight luke is r5 <laughs> unless you're you're going up against a supreme leader kylo that's like bad right so people were building up off metas with the understanding that they would face more gls but they could beat them and now the problem with the matchmaking is they're facing GLs that they can no longer beat, not because of bad roster management. It's because of something completely on CG side. And that's, you know, so I think it does have to do with matchmaking because five GL people are going against three GL people. And um, those three GL people, maybe they're just bad roster management. Maybe they're people that, planned on using a bunch of off meta counters like i i don't know I, I don't know i don't know the solution to it because i don't think it should be as simple as you have four gls i have four gls let's get matched up right but i think there should be a solution to it <laughs> the they're getting paid money they're not even thinking about it i think they should when the nerf came out think about they should have thought about this yeah, I I think I think one interesting thing might be like 
if they did, if they weighed Galactic Legends the way, like, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think here. So, I mean, if they made, I think it would be okay to match Galactic Legend to Galactic Legend and then make make those matches within those, gla- like, so there's four GLs versus four GLs and then match make from there or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with weighing the GLs harder, um, but you can't, you can't have it. I don't know. I, I don't. I like I said. I, I don't know the solution to it. Um, but I do think when they came up with the nerf, they should have had a solution to it. And I don't think they did. Well, actually, I know they didn't because. It, it wasn't announced and nothing has changed. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I think, I think maybe one of the most discouraging moments in recent history of talking to the devs was I asked Crum what division in GAC he was. He's like, Oh, I could look. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, no, well, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I just wanted I want I want the devs to be into GAC the way I am, so <laughs> feel discouraging. But <laughs> and anyways, that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, so all right. I, so I derailed us a bit, but I think we're about through. Anyways, we are. We're actually at the penultimate section of how have you changed your roster this week? Ah, uh, let's see. So. I think my most exciting thing, so I did a couple things, but yeah, so my snips has been relic five. I got her to relic six. I'll I'll eventually get her to seven. I just can't quite afford it yet. And then I also got, uh, let's see, I actually should probably look at this list. I did populate it. Um, I got the Lord Vader ultimate, excuse me, Lord Vader ultimate. I got Royal Guard up to relic six. I think relic five at least, and then uh, my the most exciting one I have though is stormtrooper is finally gear thirteen. He's relic five, and I guess he's okay. He's pretty good with Lord Vader as well. But the thing I'm truly excited for, he won't make the cut in three v three, but uh, stormtrooper with Gideon and Thrawn, who I'm probably just not going to use a whole bunch uh, on their re- on our previous teams. I'm gonna I'm gonna be running that team. Uh, someone, one of our listeners actually, Byro, sent me sent me a bunch of info on it. So I'm I'm intrigued by it, and we'll see. So look forward to that in three v three. I'll be testing it, and it apparently can beat all kinds of awesome things. So, so yeah, nice. yeah. That's that's what I've that's what I've been doing. Stormtrooper Han, or Stormtrooper Han. He's he's been done for a while, but actual <laughs> storm, legit Stormtrooper is Relic Five now. Nice. Should be fun. Yeah. What about you, Solo? What have you what are you doing with your life? <laughs> uh well, I got Bosque to R8. I got Beskar to R8. And uh I randomly saw that my Droidica, who was sitting at G12, had all the pieces <laughs> to get Droidica to G13. So I decided, yeah, let's click the upgrade button. So now I have an R1 Droidica. Uh I would I would like to take droidica above r1 but it is just not possible at the moment uh relic levels say no were you secretly doing the general skywalker unlock mission 
I was. And that's I why was. you did it. Yeah. I, I thought maybe that was why you did it. Cause <laughs> Droidica, that's the first upgrade. Get it relic. You're good. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, I'm so anti Droidica for the gas mission. Um, Me too. I'm being as, I'm yeah. being AFAP as facetious right. as possible. Here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I just got Droidica <laughs> to Relics. And I know Sim is like, oh, you can, sure, Relics, some of these requirements. Um, <laughs> like, it's, you know, the, one of the reasons I was able to get Droidica up is because literally for the last three weeks, I've done nothing but farmed Relic requirements. And so in the last three weeks, we've had, what, six Sith raids? And it's just pure chance that I in those raids, I got the gear needed for Droidica. I looked and there was nobody else that I could take up. So it's literally, I got the gear exactly needed for Droidica. And so he went up. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was funny because we you've said yeah. before, like, I, I don't think I'll ever get him. Or you've said things to the effect of, I don't think I'll ever relic him. And, and I was always like, yeah, that's probably fine. Like, yeah. I don't see a high need for him, like to be clear, but uh the one there's two thinkings in my mind one was if they don't fix that shock t now i want a relic droidica because my droidica is like a waste in every special mission in dark side territory battles like it does nothing except for gains damage immunity um so now at least i have one that has some relics on them and then in 3v3, having a relic droidica isn't a bad thing. I mean, I could stick them with like Poggle and somebody else and not be embarrassed when I show my stream my defenses and there's a gear 12 droidica on the board. So I'm, I'm avoiding that embarrassment at least. Yeah, I think I think that there's there's actually it, it can he can make a difference. He's not yeah. He'll, I, I didn't relic a waste he can he can actually be used i just not for anything like super high end it's like oh here's this b team go fill in yeah i mean uh, i see a, a yellow droidica now i'm like he's not going to kill any of my characters because my characters on offense are all relic like he's right. he's just totally irrelevant but i see a relic five or six droidica not that you're going to get him quite that high but any rel any relic level like right it's a threat so yeah. yeah even if i wanted to get him five which i would gladly get him five it can't be done um this is the way <laughs> he's he sits at r1 maybe one day i'll get him to r3 when i have quote unquote extra relic material i know i i was i put a ruinous amount of relic materials on stormtrooper i'm like i hope you're worth it <laughs> i mean <laughs> thinking in the back of my mind you're not worth it are you <laughs> yeah that's uh and then oh god i think next i have to do cad bane and i really don't want to do cad bane to be clear i think i think he needs a couple relic levels now though and that's depressing for me <laughs> so depressing yeah, I know. It's like, can we please just take Zams off? Right. Like, if, if we could just take, if we could just trade with Zam, that, that's all I'm asking, please. Uh, yeah, whatever, whatever, indeed. It is, it is what it is. Me getting, 
I mean, hey, Van Seal is in chat and he's got to be excited that I now I did two R8s, one to a bounty hunter and one to a scoundrel. So <laughs> there's that this week. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we did it. We did uh, it. Oh. oh, and I did. I applied the Lord Vader ultimate too. That happened this week. Nice. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, those were my changes. Oh, th the other change was a modding change of I just gave B2 all the tenacity. Um, so if you have Bad Batch and you're matched up against me, good luck. He's probably going to get stunned because the, the, the B2s with no tenacity don't get stunned when I try it. So knowing my luck, people will take like a, a wrecker with zero potency and, oh, here's your two turns stun, sir. <laughs> have a good day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess that's the real thing is if because you're gonna get the days from Echo, and then Tech is probably gonna apply the stun, right? But will they get a two turn stun, and well, will that be relevant if if they do? I, I mean, both times I've lost, it's been both Tech and Wrecker uh, that neither of them apply the stun. So because that's. If they apply the stun, even if tech, even if you get the one turn stun, you beat the Grievous team without a problem. It's when you get no stun at all that you lose. Like it's, I, you have to get lucky to win if you don't get the B2 stun. Fair. All right. Yeah. Shall, we, shall we pull the plug solo? We, uh, we probably should. Yeah. So thank you. We'll close off the podcast and then we can talk about a raid. So thank you to everybody listening to this in podcast form. Um, yeah, guys, don't be dicks. Yeah. And remember that evil sucks and watch us on our personal pages. Uh, I'm solo base 15 he is Zareth prevails. That's X A E R E T H underscore prevails. And then Friday nights, we will have a gambit fight night. Um, which Sarah should be at this Friday. And yeah, thanks for joining us for the podcast. Yeah, guys, have a good one.